0: You know, look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself how lucky you are to be alive and that you continue to get through difficult and challenging days. You just need to stand there and unleash your inner sparkle, babe, and go do whatever you need to go do and take on the day.
1: You're listening to Working Girl Talk. I'm your host, Abby Zufeld. As a marketing expert in the corporate world and a side hustler myself, you'll hear the real girl talk on all things workplace and work life. From me and my inspiring guests who've been exactly where you are, Working Girl Talk is on a mission to make your workday better. Now, let's talk. Hello working girl talk gang. I hope you are having an awesome day. Thank you for joining us on the show this week. It's going to be a fun episode. So we are on episode 86. So exciting. It is February. We're feeling that love in the air. So I hope you are taking some time to do something you love today and which maybe that's listening to this podcast, which would be great. Speaking of February, we have a fun little challenge coming up next week that I'm really excited about to share and show the love. On social media. And as any other Working Girl Talk episode, we are going to dive into some headlines from this week from the business, tech, and marketing world. And then we will dive into our guest interview, which I'm really excited about. So let's dive into some headlines. The Wall Street Journal reports that Tesla recalls roughly 135,000 vehicles over a touchscreen failure. So Tesla is recalling roughly 135,000 Model S and model X. So that's their luxury sedan and the sport utility vehicle. Over this touchscreen failure, the move comes from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration requesting a recall last month basically saying that the touchscreen in some models can fail when the memory chip related to it runs out of storage, which can affect other features on the car like turn signal functionality, driver assistance, etc. Next story, TechCrunch reports Instagram is replicating a TikTok feature, dot, 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 again. <laughs> Instagram is developing a new feature that gives the app a more TikTok-like feel, at- according to TechCrunch, which is, drum roll please, I don't know if you can hear that. It's probably annoying. Vertical Instagram stories. In these vertical Instagram stories, Instagram would likely prioritize video posts over images to better compete with TikTok, TechCrunch says. And TechCrunch actually discovered this from a tweet. A guy shared a screenshot of a picture of its of like an Instagram interface, like this new feature, Vertical Stories. He shared that in his tweet and he, his last name is Paluzzi, tells TechCrunch that the feature is not yet live. He dug it up from Instagram's code. We love a sleuth. Instagram confirmed to TechCrunch actually that the feature is being built, but it's not out to the public at this time. This is not the first time Instagram has done this. And this is not even the first company to do this to TikTok. TechCrunch pointed out that even Snapchat has been getting into this TikTok vibe with the recent launch of Spotlight, which is very similar to TikTok. So be on the lookout for that. Tell me what you think. Do we like the swiping left and side to side for stories or would you rather swipe up and down? Last but not least... What's the deal with Clubhouse? So I talked about it earlier in my story this week and thought I'd give a little roundup because I haven't touched on it on the podcast yet and it is kind of blowing up in this whole tech, social media, app space. So Clubhouse is an audio-only social media platform that is invite-only right now and only for iPhone users. Basically, it's a bunch of rooms that you can schedule and go into, think of webinar style or maybe like a Zoom room. And you can go listen, you can be a moderator, you can be invited to the virtual stage to speak and really it's it's kind of like live podcasting in a way. And the CEO Paul Davison revealed that Clubhouse now has 2 million weekly active users. There are no ads currently on it, but I found a TechCrunch article that was very interesting which I talked about on my story earlier this week but I wanted to bring it to the podcast. At the end of January, it was reported by TechCrunch that the app was reported to be raising at a 1 billion dollar valuation in a report from the information. They, TechCrunch, tried to track down the actual value of like their fundraising round right now. Axios pegs it at 100 million. TechCrunch says that what we do know is that Clubhouse has confirmed it will be introducing products to help creators on the platform to get paid, including subscriptions, tipping, and ticket sales. Boom. Which is so funny that I discovered this after I had already made that prediction, so... Hat on the back to me. So, on my stories earlier this week I was saying I wonder if this will become more of like an events, event type of style where you're paying to listen to these. It is true. At the end of January, Elon Musk joined a room and it was the biggest room they've ever had in history and it actually broke the limit. There's these Easily accessible people that you can hear talk, so maybe they'd get into the ticket sales game. It has been confirmed by TechCrunch, so, subscriptions, tipping, ticket sales, all of those things are things they're looking into. So, in short, enjoy it now while it's free. <laughs> Uh, but they did say the funding they're getting right now from investors will support a creator grant program being set up by Clubhouse, which will be used to support, which quote, support emerging Clubhouse creators, end quote, according to the Clubhouse blog. Don't know exactly what that means, but this definitely will be a, a place to maybe like build your community and maybe you get some of the ticket sales. So I think Clubhouse is really just looking for a way to monetize. That's a little bit on Clubhouse. And if you're on Clubhouse, let me know what you think and feel free to give me a follow. (laughs) And now let's head into our working girl talk Guest of the week. I am so excited. We are all going to come out of this sparkly, rejuvenated, energized, and just feeling better because Alex is awesome. Today's guest is Alex Bradbury. She is the founder and CEO of The Sparkle Bar, which is a makeup and full on confidence boosting studio located in Scottsdale, Arizona. And in this episode, we talk about Alex's entrepreneurial journey starting The Sparkle Bar, turning her idea into this brick and mortar establishment. And tips on how to do that, how to navigate that whole process because it's a lot. And how to motivate yourself and why having a purpose-driven mission is so crucial to business and how she implements it in her business every single day. We also talk about 2020, navigating that, especially as someone who did have a brick and mortar and does have a brick and mortar. Very interesting and really good insight there. And we also talk about one thing you can do today to boost your confidence and just have a great day, which we always love. So get ready to take some notes. This is a quote-filled episode. I have a list of quotes from alex that i'm just gonna like read every day i'll share them on the podcast instagram as well but she is so inspiring has so much great stuff to say and just so positive welcome alex to the show kind of going back to the beginning a little bit so can you just give us for my audience that may not know who you are and all the cool stuff you're doing brief intro and we're gonna dive into your store we're gonna go all over the place but brief intro who you are and what you do alex
0: Well, hello, my name is Alex Bradbury. I'm founder of The Sparkle Bar. The Sparkle Bar is a makeup and beauty studio that is based in Old Town Scottsdale but really can be experienced from wherever because one of the silver linings of what 2020 and COVID has introduced and brought us is accessibility. So now people can experience feeling um, beautiful and customized makeup applications in person with us or virtually from wherever
1: love, 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 love. Okay. So we're going to go back in time a little bit here. Is there like a specific moment you remember like idea for the sparkle bar? And I need to do that. Like, how did this even begin?
0: You know, absolutely. Um, so I am a mom and I've got two daughters and I can distinctly remember sitting on my patio, having this idea of the sparkle bar and a space that celebrated diversity and beauty where any woman could come and feel like this was created just for her. Um, I've had experiences in the past where I have stepped into environments where I maybe didn't feel like there was a place for me or someone who could, you know, service me, whether that was hair or makeup. Um, And in beauty, oftentimes it can feel very exclusive, like representation isn't important. And so when it came to dreaming up what the ideal place would look like, the sparkle bar uh, was truly that in real life, a, a beautiful space where women could come, feel like someone was listening to their unique needs and was there to create an experience that was awesome and not sell them something. And so that is exactly what we created here at the sparkle bar.
1: Love. So how long was it? Like, so you have this idea. How long was it until you actually like took that first step to make it happen? Cause I know sometimes we have it and it's like we're kind of sitting on it or sometimes people jump right in. So how long did it
0: kind of take for you to take that first step? So when I thought of the name, I was like, if the name's available, I'm going to buy the domain and that'll be like the first sign that this is supposed to be like a thing that we do. I'm somebody who like enjoys a sign, whether that's a bird pooping on me or some kind of confirmation (laughs) through prayer or whatever. So for me, it was like, if the domain is available, I love the name, then it means to proceed. And that was really it, you know, and from there it has been one small step, one action, one, one to do one crossing an item off of the list at a time and five years and six months later, here we are. So cool.
1: And even going back even further again, we're going to go back in time again. Did you always see yourself becoming a business owner, like that entrepreneurial spirit in you, like even as a kid, or was this like idea, the thing that sparked it?
0: So I think that, no, 100%, it is very much a part of who I am. Always been very driven, entrepreneurial in nature, someone who is like, you know, goal-oriented, focused. When I decide something, it's pretty, I'm pretty set. I can remember actually when I was, so in going to junior high, there was a brand new school opening up. I'm from Orange County, California. And there was a school Las Flores that was opening up. And uh, in order to attend the school, you had to submit paperwork. And because it was a brand new school, or whatever. And I can just remember from that experience deciding that I wanted to go to a brand new school. Where we had brand new lockers and brand new books. <laughs> and I was going to do whatever it took to make that happen. So I can I brought the things that I needed from home and, and got my parents to sign off. And it was there that I was like, I, I think recognized pretty early on that. When I decide or I'm committed to something that I will go through the steps or whatever is required to make it happen. And I think that when you are passionate or excited or feel that spark to do something special, then, you know, oftentimes nothing can stand in your way from making that happen. If you stay the course.
1: Love that. And that is such a great example because I'm sure not many junior
0: high schoolers want to switch
1: schools. <laughs> like- <laughs>
0: Well, I was like, I want to go to this brand new school. So it's really pretty. I want to go there. And so yeah, that was that was the motivation for me. <laughs> so going back to Sparkle Bar now. So now you have like an in-person studio.
1: Like how is the process on like this idea? You have this domain finding like a studio space, like what did you look for? And just thinking of like some of our audience is interested in like getting into like their own space or having their own product. And I think that can be relatable. Like, so how did you navigate that journey on all of these different decisions, finding a building, how,
0: where, where should it be? All of those things. I know so many things to consider (laughs) when you are going to open, especially brick and mortar, which is a, 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 there's, there's just another layer of responsibility on top of that when it comes to now you have commercial rent and things like triple net and commercial insurance and liability and then so yeah (laughs) there there is a lot Uh, I think that just in retrospect I think that really thinking about where the highest concentration of people might be you know you never count on foot traffic to be the driver of your business but um being in a place that is a point of interest in Old Town Scottsdale certainly has its perks. And so we do enjoy a lot of walk up, but I mean, gosh, so much to consider. Uh, Really a lot of gut instinct and and a lot of the stars aligning. Um, We've been in the space now for five years. This is our, our flagship location and it's just been so special to be here and to watch us evolve and grow and to have our own personality and identity. But so much of it is just, you know. One cautious step, research, asking questions, finding mentors, not being afraid to, you know, be wrong um, and putting yourself out there. Love so many so many great little
1: nuggets there. I hope everyone's taking notes. <laughs> and then something unique too is that people may be surprised they don't know is you aren't a makeup artist. So yeah. like, can you talk about? I guess navigating that because I think sometimes people think they have to be it all because the mission
0: seems like it drives so much more that you don't have to be. Hundred percent, and I think it really does go back to that like purpose-driven, mission-driven kind of business that we are because it's true the reason we exist is, is so much based on that quote by Maya Angelou, people might forget what you say, they might forget what you do, but they will never forget, you know, how you make them feel. And so creating space where women can come and feel seen and feel like invited and that this space is created for them is very important. And so it, it is with that in mind that, um, you know, we started and, I think what continues to allow us to connect to our, our clients and for, you know, people to find us and to join in that mission, because we all deserve to feel beautiful and celebrating diversity and beauty and inclusivity. And, and what that looks like has been such an honor. And I'm so grateful that we get to do it every single day. I love, I love, okay. This is awesome. I'm like, wait, does she have like a teleprompter? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, just remember why you started and then it just like comes out. Cause you try, you know, it's, yeah. it's easy to get caught up in like the things that you should say, but reality is, is like, as a woman of color, I was tired of finding myself in situations where I felt uncomfortable. So I wanted to create an experience where not just myself, but anyone who ever felt like this could come in and experience what should be in the way that I envisioned that. So it's like, I am the archetype um, and a bit of the brand persona and in, in who we serve, but it really was to just create this overall experience with the mission being that at the forefront.
1: I love it. I love it. That is so, it's such a good example of that mission driven purpose. And literally, an example right there like you can speak so easy to this because it's authentic to you, it's your mission, it's what you're passionate about. And I think that's what a lot of business owners and anyone, I think that's what they're looking for when it comes to finding that like dream job or that dream space that they want to work in, whether it's a side hustle or their full-time for somebody that may not know what their mission is and their purpose. Do you have any tips to help them find their big why?
0: You know, I think for me, it's because it is important, especially, you know, being an entrepreneur, self-employed, you have to be in it for more than the money. It has to be about a greater purpose I think that 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 quote that if your dream only includes you it's too small is so true I want to see the people around me win and when it comes to like the motivation and the drive it is to just help people feel good and how lucky are we that we get to partake in in life's special moments whether that's your wedding or a job interview. Maybe you recently got divorced and you're rediscovering yourself and who you are today. Maybe you're you re-entering the workforce after a lot of time outside of it, but whatever is important to you, we get to come alongside and remind you of your awesomeness. We like to say that the sparkle in us recognizes the sparkle in you um, and, you know, you know, fill your cup. We get to leave every single person better than what we found them. And for me, like that feeling every day and knowing that we get to do that, it is a privilege and an honor uh, is is what motivates me. I love, and it's
1: just such a good example to find that. And it can really help you get through anything. If you're finding that mission-driven purpose with your business, because as entrepreneurs know, as business owners know, things get tough sometimes. (laughs) Like there are many rough days, rough times. Um, which leads me to ask what has been the biggest challenge that you faced as a business owner?
0: You know, there've been a lot of challenges along the way. I mean, COVID is a really easy one that a lot of people can relate to, um, as business owners. Um, and sometimes you think that things are happening to you when it really, really, they, 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 oftentimes can happen for you. And in your favor, you just have to look at the silver linings and the opportunities to, to take what feels like lemons and turn that into lemonade having resilience staying positive having a core group of people around you that you can lean on um, you know this is this is really hard to do um, but i think that remaining positive and keeping in mind why you started is what continues to help me like you know the events of 2020, racial injustices, those those things all reminded me of my purpose here and why spaces like this need to exist, why diversity and inclusion are important, why it matters. And so I think that if you can just keep your ear to the ground and stay focused on, you know, the North Star, that everything tends to always just kind of work out in your favor. Mm-hmm. Love that.
1: So many good, so many good little nuggets there. <laughs> This is a nugget-filled episode. <laughs> I love it. Um, and something that's cool that it, I keep—it's like a reoccurring theme—is how much more this space is than just like getting your makeup done. And it kind of go best, goes back to that full picture of confidence, which I think is really unique.
0: I mean, a hundred percent. Like, we literally get to send people off into the world better than we found them, and it's like when you feel good, you do good. And by default, we get to create this awesome ripple effect just by infusing people with sparkle, with confidence, reminding them to unleash their inner sparkle, baby, and feel good and to smile and to celebrate those gorgeous eyes that can see this nose that can smell and, you know, all the beauty and things that we have, you know, in front of us can, can be a game changer. You know, Um, I've received, you know, emails and feedback from clients who come in and went on to land that job that they dreamed of. And, you know, how having the confidence of just feeling put together and polished helped them do that. Like that's special.
1: That is, that is, we love to hear that here. This so much inspo loving it. So kind of going back to like this, this full picture, this full journey, if you could go back in time to when you first started and it could kind of be anywhere in this first era, what would you tell yourself that you've learned now? Oh my gosh.
0: That's a really good question. I mean, I continue to learn every single day. And to be reminded that I need guidance, that mentors are important, that community is invaluable, to follow your instinct, to listen to your gut, to make sure that you cross your T's and dot your I's when things feel challenging, to be reminded that you just have to take one step at a time and keep eating that elephant one bite at a time and that you will get through it and that you continue to make it through every single hard day that you have because the, they will continue to, you know, challenges will always be there, but, uh, our demonstrated resilience and how we, we thrive and, and rise above them will be the true test of character.
1: Yes. Love. And I love that elephant analogy. Like that's a good way to think about it. I've never heard that before.
0: Yeah. Right. Like you're like, I don't want to do this project, but just, you know, one email at a time, one follow-up at a time, one, one small step eventually gets you to the goal. Mm -hmm. Love. Was there
1: any fear in like going into this? Because this is like, from what it sounds like a newer space for you, like breaking into the beauty industry, like this, this kind of space, was there any fear reservations and how did you overcome that?
0: Um, you know, I've always had a, I've always loved makeup I've always loved all things beauty I thought I, I fancy myself as like a beauty editor I love to try new things and so for me it was like supernatural it's always a bad idea until someone says yes right like <laughs> so I mean yes but I also am someone who I would rather find out than wonder so I'm always gonna take that next step Ooh,
1: so good <laughs> I love that we don't want to be wondering what no could happen, no so. no <laughs>
0: You know, failure is not an option, if you, if you fall down, you just dust yourself off, you know,
1: building this team that you have at the sparkle bar. Can you talk about that? What did you look for when you're looking for people to join the team and how that's been as you've grown?
0: Yeah. Culture is super, super important. It's everything actually, because we, we celebrate uh, a feeling, a mood. We, this is a transfer of energy. And so it's super important that the team understands that you know what we do is we set the temperature; we don't adjust to it, um, and so we truly do live by that quote, reminding you know the team especially that. People will, that the, every interaction is important. That people might forget what you say, they might forget what you do, but how you leave them feeling is everything. And I feel so fortunate to work with a team that represents the rainbow. We're like United Colors at Benetton represented <laughs> here at the Sparkle Bar, which is so special because, you know, when clients come into, they see themselves in our team, which is so special. Um, everyone is so talented. And then, like I said, I'm, I'm so honored to get to do life with them because I just want to see everyone win, which is just exciting to see us all thrive and grow. Together.
1: Such a great mindset. That is so awesome. And I think we all can learn a little bit from that quote. That's one of my favorite quotes, too. I think it's so true. Like, I can think of so many instances where I'm like, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I do remember I was
0: like upset or, oh, I was super happy. Like, it's crazy how true that is. (laughs) Right. You're like, I want to all them always for people to walk out feeling like one that was money well spent and I had a great time there and they were nice, you know? Yeah, that's
1: it. (laughs) I love it. That's all we need. I love it. That's so great. Also, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit because you are a working mom. You're a business owner. You're doing a lot of stuff. So what are some ways that you like stay organized and balance it all? Like, do you have like a, maybe like one or two tips or hacks that you could share with our listeners that are trying to balance
0: it all right now? So I'm working through this as well. I actually just got a daily planner, which Ooh, awesome. if you're listening, you can't see, but it literally has my my day hour by hour so that I don't forget. And I think that, you know, utilizing the tools that you have, your calendar, making sure that those are synced. I mean, there are so many powerful apps to use that can make organizations so much easier. And I'm just now spending the time to actually Make my life easier by syncing my watch to my phone, so that I'm not, you know, missing things. Um, I think something that we also don't do very well, especially as women, is we think that we can do it all or that we have to. Um, but if someone, you know, accept the help, it's okay to take the help. You don't have to do all the laundry all the time. If your mom is able to come and and help you do a couple loads, or you know. I think that there is this this idea that we have to, to do it all. And this has been a very challenging time. So to give yourself grace too and to rest when you need to, because that is super important. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And so I think that over the last several months, what I've been doing is focusing a lot of my own self-care and making sure that I can be the best version of myself, taking care of myself so that I can do that for my family, for my team, for my business and show up how I want to, which I know sounds a bit cliche, but it's true. You got to like, just so you can't go hard all the time. Yes. It's so
1: true. You got to take a break. Nobody can be on all the time. Perfect to everything all the time. We got to balance it out. So I think that's really great advice. And you've mentioned it a couple of times. And I want to dig a little bit deeper here with everything happened in that happened in 2020, specifically like the COVID, the lockdowns, things were not the same as they were. How did that affect your business model and how did you guys kind of pivot out of that?
0: Oh my gosh. Well we're a service provider, right? Who who passed a law in, in an effort to avoid having to sell products. And so for us, it completely stopped business in its tracks. Uh, especially being in Arizona, where the spring is our our busiest season, we're a huge destination, uh, have great weather during the season. So you know all the things that we had planned, like weddings and spring training, completely came to a halt, and that was something we weren't expecting. However, moving into virtual were services that we were already kind of launching back in twenty nineteen. So for us, it allowed us to accelerate what was already happening. Uh, we already are. Blending technology and beauty and incorporating this experience to allow our customers to meet us not only in studio, but maybe wherever they live. So it's definitely been a learning curve and a process and something that we're still refining, but it has been a huge opportunity to extend ourselves beyond Arizona into every English speaking country and beyond really um, across the globe so But that was hard. I mean, it completely stopped our business and required us to get very creative um, and innovate and look to other areas of opportunity and ways that we could collaborate and partner so that we could stay um, busy. But ultimately, what we did was try to just find ways that we could serve our community by being a place where you could you know, learn things like getting ready for Zoom. And so we could stay in touch and, you know, gave us a chance to really connect with our community of Sparkle Babe. So, you know, again, so many silver linings, was it hard? Yeah. But there were lots of things that it allowed us a time, space and energy to do as well. So that, that has been positive.
1: What a great perspective. And I like that, that term silver linings. I think that's so important to look at, and even just hearing like your stories so far, it seems like that's been like a constant, like going back to your mission, going
0: back to the positive, going back to the little wins. A hundred percent. Like time is going to pass. Days are going to go by. And like how you choose to look at things is like the choice that we have. So make a good choice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, so true. It's so powerful. And you mentioned it briefly, but I want to open it up a little bit more about the law you passed because you weren't allowed to be in business without selling products. Can you kind of talk about that
0: journey, what that was like? I know, it feels like there've been so many chapters to this story, but (laughs) uh, yeah, before the sparkle bar, if you wanted to charge and apply makeup to the everyday person, woman, that wasn't a celebrity or wasn't for production or theater, uh, you actually had to be a licensed cosmetologist. However, if you were doing the very same thing in the department store, like in Macy's or in Nordstrom Sachs, and were putting makeup on for demonstration purposes, for the purpose of sale, that was allowed. So basically the law eliminated any gray area by creating an exemption for makeup artists who no longer need a cosmetology license because the things that we do inside the department store and outside are exactly the same. The products that you can buy and use are the same that anyone can purchase. So really, we were able to just create and eliminate any gray area around like face painting and what it really was. So yeah, and that's why, you know, when the pandemic happened, and we had to really switch to virtual, it was an easy migration, because our clients have been with us for now five years, and they know and they trust us. So when now, now if they want to buy something from us, they can. And, you know, even that was a change where we had to like, get used to the idea of doing things different.
1: Right. That's so cool. And this theme keeps coming back, Alex, of you do not give up. And I think it's very inspiring. Roadblock? Nope.
0: We're going to figure it out. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, well, that's not going to work. So how do we do this? <laughs>
1: yes, I love it. And I, I think that we can all learn from that. So I really appreciate that. So you are in the business of confidence. So what's something that a listener can do today, even right now, as they're listening, what's one thing they can do to help boost their confidence?
0: You know, look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself how lucky you are to be alive and that you continue to get through difficult and challenging days. You just need to stand there and unleash your inner sparkle, babe, and go do whatever you need to go do and take on the day.
1: And while you're doing that, replay what Alex just said every time you stand in front of the mirror, and that's going to be your new mantra because that was perfect,
0: (laughs) right? Yes. Get it, girl. Unleash your inner sparkle, babe. Go do you.
1: I love it. So fun. And I think this is like a nice breath of fresh air because I feel like in the recent months, this past year, like things can get really heavy. And I think it's important, especially even a lot of us are still working from home or you're doing, your life is still changed. And I think it's important to remember, Hey, I am going to stand in front of the mirror and work on my confidence and still like appreciate myself because a lot of stuff like that kind of went out the window a little bit with all these changes.
0: Oh my gosh, 100%. I think we quickly found that the whole getting ready process was so much more than just like putting your makeup on, but like having that time to like do your mascara, put on your lipstick was like, you know, putting on the the, the cape or whatever helped you feel armed and prepared to go step out and do the day confidently. Um, so yes, it is important. And yes, we definitely support putting on a lipstick before Zoom because why not? This is you yes. and this is your life. We <laughs> you only get one of them. So live it up. <laughs> Yes.
1: So before we head into the rapid fire, working girl tech, top 10, one last question for you advice for somebody who is just on the beginning of their entrepreneurial journey.
0: Advice is this is a marathon, not a sprint. So keep that in mind that every day, when you go to work on your business, that it is the culmination of those that consistency, those daily activities that will build your business to the place that you want it to grow um, and to stay consistent. And that nothing happens overnight and that there will be challenges. And as hard as you think it is, it will get harder, but that you can do hard things. And if this is something that you truly believe in and want, then you will make it happen. So just to remind yourself why you started when those instances and those thoughts occur. And also sometimes when you have a vision about your business, That vision and to be reminded that that was given to you. I watched a Beyonce documentary and she said this and it's so true. The vision that was given to you is yours and for you to execute on. So don't get distracted or discouraged by what others might say in your quest to go do something that is intended for you to go take on. So stay encouraged and stay positive.
1: Love that so much. And that reminds me, I actually heard something today on a podcast I was listening to where they were talking about racehorses have blinders on for That's a right. Reason.
0: Yes. You don't like- look right, you don't look <laughs> left because that is the direction you're going. A hundred percent. I firmly believe yes. in that. Jimmy Iovine talked about that actually in the Dr. Dre, you know, in Beats by Dre, but hundred percent. That is exactly how I believe too. So everyone stay focused, stay the course. And now we are going to
1: head into the Working Girl Talk top 10 with Alex. So this is just a quick little 10 questions just to let the audience know a little bit more about you.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: (laughs) First one, my first job ever.
0: I worked at Limited Two in the Mission Viejo Mall, um, which if you recall, Limited Two is like like justice, I guess. And so this is when Lizzie McGuire is a super popular show. And so super pink and all the same Disney playlist. And yeah, it was great. I think everyone should do retail at least once in their life.
1: I love that in limited two was my jam. So there you go. I, I it. <laughs> next one, an essential part of my morning routine is
0: my devotional. I try to read my daily devotional every single day to have some quiet time where I can just be at peace and silence and, and pray and meditate so that I can set my, my day off on the right foot.
1: Love it. We all need some peace in this world.
0: 100%.
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed with blank right now, whatever you're obsessed with show food, music, whatever you're obsessed with.
0: Self-care and robes. So I am, (laughs) I am, I am definitely doing my mornings with robes and coffee with my mask and enjoying, you know, my serums and taking time to just spend with myself. And so I'm definitely here for all of that right now.
1: Love, love, love. Next one, a girl boss that I look up to.
0: Well, there are a lot. I feel like I'm on the spot now that I can't think of anybody. <laughs> but of course, you know, Oprah, of course, comes to mind. There are some women of groups that I'm a part of 25 BWB that I fully respect. Um, uh, Valencia from Recording Academy, There are just so many influential women who are doing so much incredible work. And the reason I'm having like, a brain fart right now is because I've learned about so many through places like social, and I'm just now, you know, learning, but I mean, so many women that we can look up to and learn from.
1: I think this era of time, not that I was around in any other era, but I think it's so nice to have like social media, like there are some negatives, but you can really see how much positive and how much good that people are doing. It's really cool.
0: Right. Like there's so much to aspire to and be inspired by.
1: (laughs) Yes, definitely. Okay. Next one. I'm currently listening to. What are you listening to right now?
0: (laughs) So I'm currently jamming out to our Sparkle playlist, which if you're not following, you should, because it's a whole Mm -hmm. vibe. Um, But on Spotify, we curate playlists for, you know, the studio. And so that's super fun. I'm always going to be listening to, you know, some 90s jams. Um, (laughs) Uh. I'm always forever going to love Brandy and Monica, The Boy Is Mine, or some Usher My Way. But um, I have a very eclectic taste in music, so a little sum of everything. Love it
1: and I'm grateful for blank.
0: I am grateful for all of the life experiences that I've had thus far because good, bad, and different, they've all taught me, led me, introduced, allowed me to experience. And so I'm just grateful to be here and in this moment, because if things hadn't occurred the way they had, we wouldn't even be in this moment. So, you know, I, I just, I am grateful for every day that I get to wake up truly.
1: I love that. And I, I, I appreciate that so much. People have regrets and stuff, but like, you wouldn't be you, you wouldn't be where you are without all these little moments coming together.
0: Like truly the way that things had to work out for this to occur. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. All all of my
1: reschedulings and me getting sick and the zoom links (laughs) for this moment, you know,
0: it all worked out though.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. I love it. Um, next one, number seven, I'm excited about blank coming up. So what are you excited about? That's coming up personally, professionally, whatever you're excited about.
0: Mm. I'm excited about, I mean, this is probably going to sound a little cliche, but the, the, the possibilities, because I feel like they're endless. I feel like there's so much that can happen. It's almost hard to plan because you just don't know what will happen. And so in light of that, I, I feel like the future is unknown, but it is bright and it is sparkly. Love
1: that. Okay. That's going to be like a little standout quote <laughs> that we need. <laughs> and I feel most confident when blank.
0: I feel most confident when I'm at peace. And I don't know if that's even going to make sense, but I feel very sure about the steps that I'm taking and the direction we're going in life and professionally because I'm at peace. And that gives me a lot of confidence.
1: Proudest moment in your career so far? Oh my gosh.
0: You know, I'm very proud uh, not only that we survived 2020 but that we thrived as a team and demonstrated mad resilience and that we've come out of it feeling very positive and together and that for me is very exciting.
1: Love. And last one, I am inspired by.
0: I'm inspired by every, truly, the, the, every person I get to interact with. My kids, I'm so inspired by my kids. They, they surprise me and wow me every day. My partner, James, my family, uh, my team. I I sit here and I listen to stories of women sharing their lives and it is inspiring to me. It reminds me to keep going. Um, every time that you know I see my girls demonstrate a bit of girl bossness where so they're like, I'm gonna start a business or leadership, like I'm so proud in that moment too. So, you know, I, I truly feel like my my superpower and special skill is the ability to see things through this this perspective, you know, that glass half full, which is such a blessing. So always proud. <laughs> Love
1: it. And we definitely see that perspective today and I know everyone's going to love this because this has been an inspiration. I have been loving this. So where can everyone follow you and the Sparkle Bar?
0: Yes. Well, you can learn more about the Sparkle Bar by following us on Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube at the Sparkle Bar. You'll see our latest and greatest. Um, And then of course, I'm at Alex Bradbury where I share a bit more personal, but I'm so excited to see you here virtually or in person. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks for listening to Working Girl Talk. Alex is so inspiring. Make sure to follow her and check out the Sparkle Bar. I end every Working Girl Talk episode with a Friday favorite. Today's Friday favorite is Cinderella. The one with Brandy and Whitney Houston from the 1990s is coming back to us. And I'm so excited. It will be available on Disney Plus February 12th. Make sure to watch it. It is such a great classic. I am so excited. Love the songs and I just need this right now. So that is going to be a good mood boosting, happy time. Make sure to watch Cinderella on Disney Plus, February 12th. That is it for our show today. If anything resonated with you today, make sure to screenshot it, share it to your story, tag Alex, tag the sparkle bar, tag at Working Girl Talk. We love to see what you have to say. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't and rate us five stars if you feel so inclined. I hope your workday is great and I will talk to you next week.